And that is such a quick, like a cheat code into something more. you can more, do it with yourself in the mirror. Yeah, yeah. Um, into something more intimate too, because uh, like I'm only imagine, I've never done that with a with Guys, a it's too. free. Yeah. And it's free, it's free, <laughs> it's quick. It's, it's the best. That's a hack. Yeah, it's, it's a the most hack. American thing ever, right? <laughs> Do you want to know more about your body? What an amazing conversation this is with mindset and intimacy coach Michelle Alva, where we really chat about the important things. Oxytocin, exploring our deeper selves, and the physiology behind healing. So, let's do it. Too many days in the darkness Without a glimpse of the light Running tired and broken and scared, but I swear I'll never give up the fight. I see you broken and beat, head pulled down over your eyes. Every part of you wants to surrender, darling. You were meant to survive. So Michelle, thank you for coming on today. You are so amazing, literally one of a kind in this world from the work that you do through your sessions, um, through your individual sessions, your YouTube channel. Um, everything is just like, I feel like it's like a hidden gem. And you know, for, for people listening um, for the very first time, just getting to know you, can you give them a little bit of like a, a scope about the type of work that you do? Yeah, well, first and foremost, thank you so much, Daniel for being here, having me on your amazing podcast. I love the content that you're bringing into the world. It's <laughs> so much you, needed, you. you know, and everything that you see in me is because it's all in you. And <laughs> so for the people that are new to Michelle Alva, um, what I feel I'm really good at is helping people go deeper. I think when I think of myself, the deeper aspects of ourselves that a lot of us spend years and years and years maybe do a lot of psychedelics to get the access to. I feel like I am the, the ayahuasca. <laughs> like, yeah, you're the embodiment Yeah, I teach people to go deep. And through my own beingness, even people listening to my voice, I mean, I have cried and been on my knees and I have gone to those places in myself that I feel a lot of us fear, that unknown, wounded part of us that, I'm a badass freaking healer, you know? Yeah. I have wanted for so many years to overcome the sadness from my feeling abandoned by my dad, you know, when I was young, or the shame that I held from the sexual trauma that I had for so many years. I've wanted so badly to have a great life, you know, just have love rule my life and live heaven on earth. And yeah. I see the suffering going on in the planet and how many of us are really, we think that we have to suffer and have all this chronic pain for years and years and years and that that's normal. And so I'm so happy to now be on the other side and be able to just be myself. And I know that that's 99% of why people have these amazing experiences because of just the feeling that people get when they're around me. And that's the coolest thing when you could just be. It's the energy, yeah. Healing for people, wherever yeah. you go. <laughs> the gas station, you know, it's awesome. <laughs> no, I, I, um, I love that. And I know, um, I know you do a lot of uh, Tantra sessions too, which might be the very first uh, time people are hearing that term along with, uh, you know, the Alva method as well. 
And I'd love for you to kind of give people a, a quick, paint them a quick picture of really what that is. If, if you can even paint a quick picture with it, because that, you know, that does take time with healing and what yeah. those sessions entail. Yeah, sure. Well, there is a lot of anxiety, depression, and chronic pain in the planet, in people, especially in America. So I'm going to relate it to people. And then how does the Alva Method help? And so what do we do? We go to the doctor to get drugs, right? or surgery. We go to the psychologist to get to talk, a lot of talk therapy, which it turns out that a lot of our woundedness is because of what we experienced from birth to seven years old. And so how we were spoken to, how our parents treated us or neglected us is really what's running the show a lot of the time with our chronic pain, with why we have anxiety or depression. Many of us don't know how to feel and process our emotions. We have a lot of lack of emotional empowerment or resilience. Well, we're never taught that either. Yeah, yeah. Well, our parents say, shut up, go to your room, stop crying. What's <laughs> yeah. wrong with you? Or they'll bump our head, you know, and just like, be quiet. So yeah. there's a lot of children just walking around with their tail in between their legs, like a dog, like in fear. Many of us were not raised in a way where we could be ourselves we will be loved by no matter what we want or say, like unconditional love, it's really not rampant in the world. And so I'm one of those people that was raised Catholic, had a lot of shame that I held and I, I was just, everything was about guilt. And so I couldn't really be myself. And if I was myself, I feel as though I was doing something wrong. So I, I have evolved into this person that has been a seeker of, how do we really heal? What are we, you know? And it turns out after all the different courses and thousands of dollars I've spent um, in learning different modalities from physical therapy, you know, that's my degree, uh, to learning about the latest in chronic pain and, and what really is it caused by and how can we heal it? But then becoming a mindset coach, neuro-linguistic programming practitioner, and then the Tantra. So what I have done is looked at the physiology of healing, which is the love hormone. And I've been led to create a system, a process to take people on. It's a process of self-discovery where you get to harness your healing hormone, your oxytocin, which also is the love hormone. And that hormone is used, it is amplified when you have a whole body orgasm. So basically, when you get into the doctor's office and you have TMJ or a headache or digestive problems, or maybe you have um, lack of sleep or chronic pain in your body, imagine your doctor writing a prescription. You know what? Whole body orgasm, that stimulates your healing nerve, your vagus nerve. It's going to help bathe your whole body all in once. Really learning how to master your whole body orgasm. Can you imagine that being the prescription that doctors give? Yeah, because that's, um, it, we're almost like designed to, to do that. Because you think about how our body like tries to heal itself. Like if you break an arm, you, fr you have a fracture, a cut, it's going to try to heal itself. You know, you think about uh, like lizards, you pull their tail, their tail comes off, they're going to grow another tail. You know, when we're under pain, our body is looking for something to heal itself. And with oxytocin, um, healing oxy hormone. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it, that's another way of actually healing itself without having any type of, you know, prescriptions or anything outside that's yeah, unnatural. And if you break your arm and you're in the car accident, I would be like, I'll take you to the ER. But then after that, 
after your bone is healed and all that, let's get back into the love hormone. Let's learn about how to amplify the love hormone. And so I feel like medicine is perfect for emergencies. But yes, when it comes to point, chronic yeah. pain, chronic pain means that you've had it for more than three months because I come from physical therapy world. And what I realized is so many of my clients had childhood traumas, unprocessed woundedness. Maybe they felt abandoned. You know, like how many physical therapists are asking their clients who have chronic pain in their low back, let's just say, do you feel supported? You know, the different parts of your body correlate with different emotions. So shoulder tension is like people taking on a lot of responsibilities or taking on your parents' pain. And then the low back is about you supporting yourself. So how many of us really, really love ourselves? How many of us are so critical on ourselves or we don't like our job or we're showing up in these relationships where we really, we're not even really into our partners. So we're not supporting ourselves. So you wonder why your low back is hurting you. Your back, your, your body's actually your friend and it's telling you get out Help of that me. freaking relationship <laughs> yeah. with myself you know and so there's just way too many uh coincidences that a person that has had like knee pain hip tension louise hay wrote a whole book heal yourself and it correlates different body parts and different things that happen to people like a uti is about getting pissed off and a lot of times at your lover it's so amazing and fascinating so then when i go to that book or guide and then i ask my clients they're always like, how did you know that? You know, the, it's true. It's like, I wish I could honestly just video every session. <laughs> and the correlation of your body's pain is wisdom. Your body is your life coach. It's trying to help you. So when people say, oh my God, I hate my back or oh my neck or oh, I have another it's headache. It's trying to talk to them. It's yeah. trying to talk to you. And so what I do is I teach you how to get in touch with the wisdom of yourself and then how to process and release very simple techniques because they're all based on science that tension that pain that whatever it is but without expectations because if you're like oh my god michelle you need to help me i need to get rid I of this get, uh, yeah, that I need to reach this goal. is not not what we're doing it's about i'm gonna love on this part of me whether it's cancer a headache a cold coronavirus you know maybe i should have said that but um whatever the dis-ease is it's about how can this disease offer me growth? And then how can I be love with it, accept it, have compassion for it? And what, what is it offering me instead of hating on it, wanting it to get out of your yeah. life? Because we're so goal oriented. It's just we're, we're automatically designed to look in the future. Let's get this done. Results oriented. And you're kind of skipping really how the process the of intimacy, actually reaching that goal. Intimacy. Yeah. And so the thing is, even with lovemaking, how many people want to get to the orgasm at the end? You're like making love with your partner. Come on, baby. Come on, baby. Um, yeah, yeah. And then the woman is just like, that's just not how it works. I'm not a machine. So in sex, you know, how we sex is how we everything. It's a metaphor. How we look at our love relationship is a metaphor for how we look, how we live our lives. And so when I talk about Tantra, why I love Tantra, why I've decided to let go of the traditional way of working and now working with people through gaining more of that access and intimacy to their sexual healing energy is because in Tantra, there's certain ways of believing and thinking and being, which one of them is having an experience of yourself through everything in life and fully experiencing yourself instead of blocking emotions and instead of having just a goal-oriented life. Like if somebody goes on a date and they're like, 
does he have all the requirements for me to marry him and have kids? And does he want all the things that I want? What if you could actually just have a date and see if you actually like that person and not make it about what you expect from that person? And so living in a tantric way is about experiencing your food, you know, for your meals or experiencing you're being in the present, your, your shower. Yeah. Instead of just getting done with your shower and going on to the next thing. And so I feel Tantra teaches us how to live fulfilled and how to be curious and how to be engaged yeah, with in the everything present. we do. Dishwashing, you know, going to do mundane things like whatever it is, putting gas in your car. It could be so much more pleasurable every single moment. And that's all we really have is a moment after a moment after a moment. But so many of us are living for the future or we're stuck in the past. Yeah, and you're, you're, you're really just missing out on all those feelings on that right are in the, now in the that's present. all yeah, we yeah. ever have like right now i'm enjoying listening to you you know yeah, yeah listening being to here me and, and and the things that come through and what if we could just have peace and joy and fulfillment which with every process that we go through and then our dopamine is higher that that motivation yeah. hormone and we don't need those extra humongous hits that yeah. people are looking for all the time well, that, that's what I love in your um, your tantra sessions. I'm so glad that um, you invited me to to one, so I can really get it get an inside scoop for myself. Because j just like most people, like tantra is just like that foreign concept to me. Um, so by going to one, I mean it, it was really amazing stuff. That there's you know I, I go and there's a, a group of people that no one knows each other. You're in an entirely different setting. So like your 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 fear and your anxiety is like going off. You're like oh man, like this is all new. I'm I'm here and um, what what was so amazing about it was the exercises that you help do and lead the group in, where it allows everyone to settle, connect, be in the present first, getting them to the present, and then doing exercises to then have them feel what it's like to be in the present. And one of your um the exercise that I loved was the eye gazing exercise, which was amazing. Cause I'm all of a sudden I'm right. I'm standing like two inches from somebody. Um, and me and this female are staring into it, into each other's eyes, you know, and you're, I, I'm able to connect with her without talking. When she, we, she ended up walking away after we, after that exercise, I felt connected to her, even though we really didn't speak and doing some research it, it um, you know, there's this quote, from a 16th century French poet that said, uh, your eyes are the windows to your soul. And then I'm thinking about staring into her eyes. She's staring into my eyes. My soul is using my eyes as windows, kind of like you're in your house, you're looking out your window. And then she's doing the same to me. And we're just connecting that way in a very present way. You're not thinking about any distractions, about the past, about the future. You're so focused on that person's eyes. And it also reminded me of, um, do you know who Rachel Platten is? She's my celebrity crush, by the way. She's a she's an artist. She's a singer. Um, she um, came out with a song called Better Place. Mm -hmm. And the you know, it's based, the chorus is basically, it's a better place since you came along. So you can imagine it's very connecting and you know, you could listen to it in a family way a friend way or in a you know romantic way and her music video will absolutely make you cry in two seconds because as the song's playing she did a social experiment where she brought in random couples that were going to sit on the couch you know uh, across from each other play her song and just stare at each other 
And within 20 seconds, like they start like crying because they're staring at each other, listening to Better Place since you came along. And it reminded me of that eye gazing, mm. um, you know, exercise that you did because I was like, oh my God, this is it. This is it. And then boom, I can only imagine too, if that was like my girlfriend, my partner, what that would lead to that type of connection, which takes two seconds. You know, we're always chasing like that quick fix to things. And that is such a quick, like a cheat code into something more with yourself in the mirror. Yeah. Yeah. Um, into something more intimate too, because, uh, like I'm only imagine I've never done that with a guys. It's free and it's free. It's free. (laughs) It's quick. It's, it's the best. That's a hack. Yeah. It's it's the most American thing ever. Right. (laughs) You know, can I share some things that are coming up as you said that? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't want people to expect to come to a workshop and be present and able to look into each other's eyes on the first class. Usually the first class for someone who's never done this, they're freaking out. They're looking away. They're giggling. They're, they're laughing. That's exactly. It, yeah. They're like trying to step away. And then I'm, I'm noticing that. And so the, the important thing to do is notice, be present to your uncomfortableness, be present to your desire to run out the door and stay stay anyway do it anyway because you know people tell me michelle i want to learn how to meditate i was just gonna say it's like you're, you're almost like bringing up meditation where you're actually get you're getting through it mentally you're getting through i was just gonna say meditation and and meditation can be for some people so freaking boring okay so that's another reason why i started to work with tantra because tantra is all about pleasure but to get to pleasure you sometimes feel a lot of uncomfortable, murky, crappy sensations, which then you just try your best to accept those uncomfortable sensations and view them as pleasurably as you can because to get to freedom, which is what Tantra is all about, liberation, freedom, expansion, feeling, going deep, you first get to feel how not connected you've been. So when I started to do eye gazing, I literally couldn't, okay? I just want everyone to know that. Today, I can sit here and feel really comfortable with myself looking at you because I have purged out so much SHIT from the past that (laughs) the shame, the shame and the guilt and the judgment of myself that I couldn't feel comfortable to sit with you because, or anyone, because I wasn't comfortable with myself. So this is the amazing thing when we do the eye gazing, whether it's you looking in the mirror at yourself or looking at someone, whatever you see in front of you is yourself. You can only ever see yourself in others. That's all we are. So if you're feeling uncomfortable in the exercise, you right away get feedback that you get to sit with your shit more and (laughs) feel. And then what I recommend people do is just do this. Breathe in through your nose. And then exhale, ah! <laughs> Whatever you feel like, you can create a sound. And so these are the techniques in the Alba method that are science-based that we're immediately showing up the deepest parts where we're holding. It's brilliant. So in a date, let's just say, you know how sometimes we go on a date and we're just talking about all this superficial stuff? Oh, it's awful. You could it's literally awful. Yeah, just yeah. say, you know what? Have you heard of Tantra? Like instead of us even talking about how compatible we are, we could just sit in front of each other and feel each other out and feel how we feel in the presence of one another. Just next to each other. Like yeah. I would love to actually do, maybe that's a, my next event for people that are single to, to 
actually get a feeling of how you feel with yourself in the company of another because that's really all it ever is. So I'm in a place today where people love being around me because it's always fun and spontaneous and it's authentic and that's sexy instead of me acting like something you, I think you want me to be, which is boring. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like, um, that first like 45 minutes of a date before you finally feel comfortable. It's like when you're sitting with Michelle, you're already, you're already <laughs> past that. And then people want to open up. And yeah, then, absolutely. And it's amazing because our sexual energy is our healing energy. So because people feel safe with me, I've had women and men tell me, they're like, I feel like I'm getting turned on just like sitting next to you. Like, I don't even know you, but I love your energy. And I'm, and I tell people, don't take it personally. You don't really know me but I have awesome energy. This is what I work in. I yeah. am love. So that's another thing that I feel people project what they want that connection to be. When in reality, you're always witnessing yourself. So if you're feeling like you're falling in love with me in two seconds, it's because you want to fall in love with somebody in two seconds. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. But true love takes time with another person. It takes time to get to know someone, see if your values line up. Because you know how people hook up so quickly? They're like, oh my God, I'm feeling like I love you, you know, and <laughs> I just met you. And so, yeah, you're right. You're feeling all that love because probably you both are open to that experience of feeling love together. That's the oxytocin. But then to actually have that person become a partner or become in a relationship, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does take time to meet each other in different situations and know each other in different ways. So I think that's important because a lot of us get this like falling in love over looks and, you know, maybe I even the eye gazing. Some is? people yeah, are yeah. like, Michelle, you know, I felt something with my partner. I'm like, great. You know, that means you're open to feeling more. Yeah. And that might just be a little bit of oxytocin, you know, or a lot. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Or a lot. This is what happens is be grateful that you opened up with yourself in the presence of another. But if you want to have something more serious with someone, take them out get to know each other, have fun together over yeah. time. It's like the um, ultimate form of self-awareness. Yes. You know, being self-aware and realizing like, okay, I'm feeling this because of this, this chemical in my body that I know that I'm experiencing because of this experience, like oxytocin, you know, you know, when, when people finally have an orgasm, say two people have an orgasm same time and the sex ended, women feel have a higher sense of oxytocin Bonding. than yeah, women yeah bond with sex this is really important women bond with sex so this is why it's great for women and men i feel because i can say this today but i didn't do this when i was younger people i just want people to know like i love sex you know i'm just gonna put it out there i love conscious soul connecting deep diving sexual connecting for sure and most of us cannot have that experience because we're holding on to a lot of baggage from the past. And, and I work with many women and men who struggle with really having that full, whole body, whole presence. A lot of people say, you know, I really struggle being present in sex. I can only do it when I'm a little inebriated, you know, after having some wine or maybe some people need to spoke a little because it is going to cause your healing hormone to be activated. To off, yeah. And if you're suppressing your emotions, and you're not letting yourself really feel your pains of the past, your shit's gonna come up when you're having great sex. And so that's why I feel a lot of people choose to have the non 
intimate, you know, more the casual. But in reality, sex is not meant to be casual. It's meant to be deep. And so this is why people struggle, I think, a lot. At least this is my theory after working with so many people. If you process your pains and you do your healing, you're going to be more orgasmic. Yeah. By default, because you have less baggage that is blocking you from letting all that kundalini energy all of flow. It yeah. you're, you're your own worst enemy. Always. Yeah. It's always ourselves. It's not your partner, ladies. You know, when <laughs> women are like, he doesn't know how to make me come. You know, it's not ever your partner. Trust me. Yeah. It's always yourself. Yeah, and, yeah. It, and I teach women how to be orgasmic. So men, you're going to love me because I make <laughs> your job a lot easier. <laughs> well, I, I love that too. It just like how you, you make people more self-aware because, you know, with oxytocin, you know, after sex, like uh, a woman having a little bit more oxytocin than, than men, like it's the bonding hormone. So traditionally, that's what makes them want to cuddle a little bit more after sex. And then with men, they experience oxytocin too. But what that does to them- They don't it, bond with sex. Men don't bond with sex scientifically. There's a woman that wrote about that. Wendy Blum, I think is her name. Mm -hmm. She said that men bond with feeling safe with a woman and men being able to share their emotions, their feelings with a woman and feeling safe and not judged. And that is how a man bonds with a woman. So when women judge their man in bed or in sex, like let's just say he says, I want to lick your anus, you know, yeah. or I want to lick your toe. Or, and she says, ew, why are you saying that? He's not going to bond with you no matter how much awesome orgasmic experiences you're yeah. having with him. So it's really important for women and anyone to not judge your partner sexually or in any way, just be love. Yeah. Be a space holder for them to share their truths. So you could talk about that. You could say, hey, what are your sexual fantasies? Like, what's the raunchiest thing you would really want to do? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And just let that person speak and witness what they say. And trust me, everyone, that man will love you so much because, I mean, you really have to be honest about it, not judge him. Because you're allowed to have your sexual desires and fantasies. And no one is there to say you cannot have that. And it's wrong. That is not Tantra. So imagine everybody could just be more supportive, more loving, more accepting, and, and let each person share their own truth of that in every area though, not just sexually. Yeah, yeah. So then that man would feel more bonded to that woman over time. And for men to know that if you are having sex with her, she is gonna fall in love with you technically. Yeah, every yeah. orgasm you give her you're making her bond to you so it's important for people to really get real when you say oh yeah we're having amazing sex but oh no we're just friends with benefits it's bs it's not <laughs> physiologically true what you're saying you're kidding yourself yeah the the, the physio physiology behind everything too is is really like the the answer like i mean you know, I was reading up on oxytocin, how it affects men differently than than women, even though it's the same chemical. And, you know, when men are feeling have the oxytocin release, their testosterone levels dip a little bit, which then makes them maybe a little self-conscious, a little bit more fearful. That's why they get a little quiet, a little shy. It's why they kind of like pull away after sex right away. And then the, the woman having more of an oxytocin release, she's like, oh, get over here. Let's bond. Let's do this. Let's do that. And then the, the guy's a little bit more quiet, a little bit more like, um, you know, on his toes. Unless he feels really safe with her. Yes. That's where it's important for mm -hmm. him to feel safe with her. And then she could say something like, hey, you know, I'm feeling this way. 
Would you like to do that with me? And no worries if you don't feel like that. That would be amazing. You know, I'm noticing you're kind of looking away from me right now. Totally cool. This is where I'm feeling. How are you feeling? You know, or maybe he doesn't even want to talk about how he's feeling. So you're allowed to say, I don't even want to answer that. I'm going to go get water. Yeah. And you never take it personally. It's really important for you guys to talk like that and say, hey, you know, I noticed this maybe after after a couple of days or something like you can then bring it up and say, you know, how are you feeling? How are you feeling about sex together or what we're creating together um so it's really important to have a lot of communication and that's yes. a big part of the work that i do with my clients i feel like body language is the best form of communication to read after sex and then the, the verbal should come after the chemicals have really you know went back to sleep a little bit um because <laughs> everything's super sensitive there yeah. and what we were chatting about before i've always thought when we were um chatting about allowing men to be open i always thought People fall in, will fall in love when a man makes a woman laugh, be, then you can make her do anything. And if a woman allows her man to be open up about his emotions, I was like, you can then make him do anything you want. And I was like, that is, that is the, the tailored fit. Cause then you're, I feel like that's both, both people are becoming the most comfortable self, you know, when she's laughing and he's open and, and he turns into a comedian and she's laughing at like his dumb jokes. <laughs> <laughs> and guess what? The only way we can create that together as a couple is if we've created that within our own selves. That's really important because I think a lot of people are looking for that ideal relationship with someone, but you can only have with someone what you've already had with yourself. So if people walk away with that medicine, that'll help you a lot. So if you're attracting someone who's not emotionally available, or if you're attracting someone who's just objectifying you, don't ever blame it on that person. Be grateful that you're attracting the perfect person for now to show you where you're at with your relationship with yourself. That's how you can start to look at it. And then you're going to be empowered because you'd be like, oh, cool. I got, I got this person that doesn't make time for me. Cool. That lets me know that I can prioritize more time with myself in my own relationship with myself. If I'm attracting somebody who doesn't respect me or doesn't value me, yay, I get feedback that I get to learn more how to respect and value myself because that's the type of people I've been attracting. And I know this because this was me in the past. I would be the doormat for other people. And that was because I was the doormat in my own life with myself. So I'm living proof that when you shift your relationship with yourself, you sign up to love yourself 100%, people value you. People yeah. want to make time for you because you have made time in your own schedule for yourself. And so this and is what I that, yeah. highly recommend people do is reach out to me, learn how to love yourself, and I will teach you how. And then everything around you changes. <laughs> yeah. You get that raise, mm -hmm. you know, you get that extra time off. It's given to you. <laughs> um, the the person that you wanted to connect with you or or maybe someone like that is more you're realistic. Attracting them. Because you're attractive to yourself. When we make the time to really prioritize what we really want in our lives, there's something really magical about that. And who, you know, women really don't want a guy who's a people pleaser. They really don't. They want that guy who sets his boundaries, who really honors his time for himself and for his friends and really has their own life. That's someone that's sexier. 
Yeah, not someone that you could just push around. And, you know, if, if she wants that type of man, that's a not healthy woman. <laughs> I'm <laughs> so talking about yeah. really interdependent people here yeah. that are sovereign beings that are in healthy, thriving relationships. That, um, I never realized what a, you know, how self-awareness in a relationship is your best friend. I mean, that is your actual BFF is self-awareness because it serves as like your compass, your, your, your guide into navigating through, you know, the, the dating life, the sex life, in every life, area of our lives, every area being of your a mom, life. you know, I have a 17 year old and me being aware when I'm projecting on my daughter, for example, if I was feeling maybe like an, after my divorce, I went from being more of a kind of a stay at home mom type of identity into holy shit, like I'm going to, I'm single now and I'm going to be my own entrepreneur and what am I going to do? And I would take out a lot of my anger, frustration with myself on my daughter. I'm sorry, you know, <laughs> for that, but that's the no, truth. It's authentic. And I yeah, would yeah. be like picking on her for stupid little things that looking back on it now, I wasn't aware of it immediately right after, but I did a lot of therapy that made me then realize, wow, I'm really not happy with myself. I mean, that is partly why I got the divorce is I wasn't really in a good relationship with myself. And then I was kind of pooping on everybody else, not being able to really be in a great relationship with anybody because I was crapping all over myself. I'm just being really honest. So I know what it's like if we don't do the deeper healing work, what we we cannot have these thriving, awesome relationships, which today I love my life. I love every area. I can tell. I can tell. You've been you've been smiling more than more than not. So like the resting baseline state of my being throughout the day is much higher oxytocin than 11 years ago, 12 mm. years ago. So I have a high, I feel high naturally on love because I love myself and I've forgiven myself and I am my own best friend and it's okay if not everybody loves me. You know, like I look, I would look for love in men because my dad left when I was young and I missed my dad. Like you missed I, that attachment, I missed, yeah, that bonding. I always thought there was something wrong with me. So I was always like, oh, somebody's gotta love me. And so finally, you know, I would say in the last three years especially, I'm onto myself and I see how me dating myself, me focusing on myself and my relationships with my mom, with my daughter, how the relationships that we have with other people is also you working on yourself. So you don't have to wait everyone to date someone necessarily, but you can have a conscious, healing, romantic relating with someone. It's not like this or that, because sometimes people are like, oh no, I'm not gonna date anyone. I'm working on loving myself. So you can actually connect with someone to have, or, or more than one person, to have a conscious, healing, relating, however you wanna create it, and notice however you're treating that person is ultimately a reflection of how you're treating yourself. Yeah, I love that word that you use too, conscious, because that is the like the definition of present, is being conscious, which then you know you can increases have your self-awareness. You yeah, can have conscious yeah, yeah. friendships, conscious, you know, why are we having friendships? Why are we going to work every day living in or living in a certain place? Why are you choosing to spend your time doing whatever it is that you're doing? Are you conscious about it? Do you deliberately wish to create more of that? A lot of us are doing things that we really don't wanna do. And we're doing them because we're just on that automatic pilot. And then yeah, we wonder autopilot. why we're depressed. We live on autopilot. Except like the, I would say, 
except maybe the two days before we um, go back to work after a vacation. <laughs> I think that's when we we ha- we're off autopilot for like two days, forty eight hours, and then you know that's the the pocket of like deciding making a big decision in your life um, because we're so on autopilot. Because like when I go to take a shower, I take a shower to get clean, dry off. And then as I'm drying off, I'm like, I'm drying off to get dressed to go then do this. And then it's just, it is this revolving door. So can I tell you how I take a shower? Yeah. I usually have music on and I'll have a candle and I turn off the light and I love my molten brown. I have this black pepper soap and it smells to me like a little manly. And I just close my eyes and I feel the warm water and I'll breathe. And I feel my body, you know, I'll put the soap over my body and I'll just. And I always, always check in with my my yoni. I always check in with my internal and my external, (laughs) if you know what I mean. And I just smile and I feel so beautiful in my shower. I love my body. I love my skin. I love my soap. And I love the music that I play or having candlelight. And I just feel also like, what do I want to release in the shower? Because the water is such a cleansing energy. It's like a baptism every day, like a rebirth. That's a good way to put it. And so my my showers are, are more of a ritual. And I mean, it's how I bring myself into the experience that makes the experience what it is. You're setting the intention. We're turning the mundane into magic. And you can do this with lunch, dinner, breakfast. You could do this when you go to the bathroom, for example. I tell my clients when we have our bowel movements and we let go of the past that we created, right? We digested. So what else do you want to poop out of your body? Maybe there's some guilt. Maybe there's some shame. So I tell my clients, like when they go to the restroom, whether it's number one or number two, um, what else do you want to release? And then they come back from the bathroom. They're like, wow, that really felt better. Like I feel (laughs) feel lighter. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah. And and when they're doing that too, I guess they're setting like an intention of going to the bathroom. Like, okay, I'm going to release toxins. And to be grateful for your bowel movements. Be grateful for your body detoxifying yourself and purging yourself. Isn't that amazing? Just to have a bowel movement for some people, they struggle with that. There's a lot of constipation. I know it might sound silly, but giving birth, you know, natural vaginal birth, having a bowel movement and having an orgasm. These are natural body was designed to do these things, but you'd be surprised with how many of us struggle with these simple natural things that we were meant to do because we're so stressed out that women can't go into natural labor. People can't have natural bowel movements or the orgasm. You know, they say only 30% of women are orgasming, but it's, we're designed to be orgasmic. Yeah, I, I love that you brought that up before. You know, you you help people be orgasmic. Like and get in touch like with energy. your nature yeah. to have a better bowel movement, to have a healthier orgasm, to have just natural things that happen to you naturally uh, just get more in touch with the natural you yeah in one of your youtube videos um i you know i i was thinking about it because it was about why do people cry after orgasms sometimes so then i'm thinking like okay that's that's a, you know implying crying is a positive symptom of orgasming so if you're not crying like maybe after an orgasm are you reaching the full the full natural potential because well, crying is a natural, a, a, you know, a natural response the to The oxytocin hormone that is, that is the same hormone of orgasm 
is also the same hormone of emotional release. And when you go deeply into that whole body orgasm, I mean, your deep inner muscles are, are contracting. You're having this movement at the deepest level of your being. And so- Your core body, yes. the core of your body. That's where your core the temperature vagus is. Nerve, yeah. you know, this vagus nerve is a powerful nerve. That's why it's so important, I feel, for every man on the planet to learn about his prostate, which is analogous to the woman's G-spot and these deeper pleasure uh, glands, when they're stimulated, they secrete, you, you will secrete more of that whole body orgasm, that oxytocin. And so remember, sexual energy is healing, very deeply healing when you're naturally there and present to that experience. But a lot of us will try to look the other way or turn her so that you're doing her from the back. You know, you don't have to see her <laughs> face. So it's less personal. Well, that's a sign that maybe, I mean, of course, it does feel amazing, right? When a woman just bends over. Um, <laughs> but if you're doing it, like, what is your intention? Is it because, oh, my God, I feel like I'm going to cry and I just want to have a good time or I'm feeling emotional. So imagine how beautiful it could be if you guys could pause and just look at each other and... <sighs> Amplify the love hormone. Whether you're going to be married forever or not, what if you could sign up for, let's show up 100% with ourselves in this experience. And you can have the most healing, sexual, blissful, you're meeting creator, you know, in these experiences and have conscious sex yes, as conscious a healing sex. modality. You know, this yeah. is also something that is incredibly powerful, how people can actually come together to heal. Yeah, and you just hit it on the money too, because even you even said it in your YouTube video. Because in that way, you're combining your heart with sex. When you're into that eye gazing exercise, and you're also simultaneously having sex, that's I guess the it's most powerful, the most powerful conscious form. And of honestly, sex that you can have. the more you have that type of experience, so tantra teaches you how to get in touch with the ecstatic, energetic flow of your orgasmic energy, that kundalini life force energy. And so you actually don't feel so, it's not such a mm, 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 like yes. pounding her, you know, like it's such a physical act, sex a lot of times. So Tantra is more subtle. Tantra is more of that lightness, that. That less is more mentality. Yeah, and then the sexual energy. You just start to feel this rising, this expansion of energy. And so you have this energetic sex. It's another dimension that you open up to. Your brainwaves change. You go into this theta brainwave state where eventually even you start to feel that you're the whole universe. And it becomes this, this, this cosmic, cosmic experience where you meet your creator. And that's where I do feel that it is a spiritual practice. This can be a spiritual practice when you're so present that you're opening up your soul with each other. You're opening up your soul with yourself. Whether you're doing this with yourself or with, a, with your partner, you can have this tantric lovemaking experience where all you feel is love. You're bathed in love. And, and I mean, sometimes, I mean, I get, I'm just like, how could anybody think sex is bad or dirty? This type of conscious sex, heart connected, yeah, it's soul, not embracing that, that form. Yeah, and so I really wish I could film this. This is my wish for the future. If any videographers out there, they're like, I would like to be a part of that project because <laughs> so many of us miss out because we think sex is porn. We think sex is this 
overly dramatized physical hard you know thing that is not what cosmic expansive mind you of course it's nice to do both right um yeah but you're it is but you know you're not um you're not getting a good replica of the the inside your no soul way. connection yeah your energy that you are the yeah. love love is energy energy is love yeah and exactly like like and you're not getting any of the I don't want to say science out of it, but you're like you're you're not getting that knowledge, that inside scoop, that oxytocin, that you know different positions, you know the eye gazing. You're not picking up on that. Really. And and the beautiful thing, can you imagine making love with yourself or with a partner where there's no outcome that has to happen? You're maybe just kissing someone, but you're so turned on, super moist, super hard because the <laughs> energy of that makeout. You're so your total body. Is, is touching, caressing, making out, but then your whole body's just like, ah! <laughs> where just kissing someone yeah. lights you up. And so why? Because your heart is on. We get our heart on before we get our heart on <laughs> in these tantra classes. And getting your heart on in everything you do is how you actually are designed to be. We are designed to thrive when we are connected to our hearts. Our intuition is increased so you can have a more intuitive lovemaking where it's not about pleasing him or is she happy? It's intuitive lovemaking where both of you wind up maybe on a kitchen counter, but because you intuitively felt that's the best place to go right now or maybe in the pool, you know, or in the shower <laughs> because your intuition, there's this other magical creator that is stepping in and, and guiding the beautiful dance. So you don't have to experience that just with sex. You can experience that while you're making a meal and creating a new recipe. If you're a tantric person, you can invite more of that sexual energy, which is your creative energy and your healing energy into everything you do. You could be intuitively guided to go eat at a certain restaurant and then have an amazing meal that you weren't expecting. So it's really about living heart guided and integrated with your sex, with your soul, with your with your heart, all of who you are, every part of you. So this is really the magic of Tantra. It's not just about sex, even though we talked a lot about it, but like when I wash my hair, you know, I'm, I'm feeling the love as I'm washing my hair and, and just feeling this. And yeah, sometimes I turn myself on touching my neck a certain <laughs> way. And sure, that's welcome too, you know, because sometimes people are like, oh my God, you know, I feel like I'm getting turned on just listening to you. And I say, great. You are a sexual being. Have fun with that. You don't have to make it into a story, anything personal about me. You don't know me. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Let yourself get turned on. Be yeah, happy that there's an alive woman in front of you that's reminding <laughs> you that you have aliveness. <laughs> I I get that way sometimes, um, you know, in, the, in like a reactionary way, I guess, where I it reminds me that I'm, I am in the, the present. And it reminds me of Tantra, you know, when somebody like, like raises like your arm, your peach fuzz hair, you know, hanging off or like there's just this small little um, touch where your this sends your nervous system into a whole nother realm, you know, and then you're, you're feeling all these um, reactions from your body because, you know, it's like domino effect. Mm -hmm. And you're like, 
okay, this is a good sign. It reminds me I'm very <laughs> conscious, you know, yeah. of, and, and kind of in the... Um, you're alive. You're integrated. You're allowing all your emotions and feelings and sensations to be welcomed in your present moment awareness. Many of us are living not allowing the true feelings and sensations to be felt. So that's a person that is saying, I'm bored in my job. I'm bored in my relationship with my partner. It's not really the job or the partner. It's yourself. That where have you stopped honoring your feelings? Where have you stopped allowing yourself to feel the richness of your whole human experience? So I can only imagine if I was a man and I had a penis and I'm super turned onable. Like I get turned on when I go to the beach and the wind blows through my legs. Oh yeah, yeah. The, like, the, the average guy has I 11 erections a day. Exactly. <laughs> so I would probably be hard all day, you know, yeah. if it was me. That's why God made me into a woman. So in the workshops, I also tell people, if you have an erection in the workshop, yay, welcome <laughs> it. You know, I totally don't have a problem if a man is having a hard on in a workshop. I want him to actually let himself have that permission to let himself feel fully alive and present and available. And this is what we say in the workshops. And I love that because I'm like, does anybody, you know, disagree? Like, is anybody against if someone is having an erection, <laughs> nobody ever raises their hand. They're like, why would we, you know? And so imagine we could live in a world like that, where if you are being aroused because somebody's funny and laughing and whatever, like you could welcome the arousal without having to personalize it and make it about that other person. You see what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and see it as more of like a physiological I'm just response. a sexual being. Yeah. I'm a sexual being. Yeah. And it's energy. And the more open a person will be, like if those rock stars, you know, when they, sometimes they're sexual, like Michael Jackson used to move his pelvis. There's certain artists that gyrate their pelvis and they, when they're singing, which is beautiful, I feel, because they're just letting themselves be in the moment. And music, causes you to also secrete oxytocin singing so it would make sense that your sexual energy is turned on when you're singing if you're really singing from an embodied place it is a sexual creative experience healing just like songs can be so healing music stimulates oxytocin so it's not a nasty thing it's not a bad thing you know what i'm saying like what if we could just accept that an artist feels like moving their pelvis instead of people being like i why is he doing that? Ew, he's gross. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. that is not Tantra. Tantra would be yay. We're all sexual beings. We're so powerful. We're creative. And yay, we're expressing our creativity. Mind you, I'm not talking about the perverted people trying to get something. There's, well, for, there's another yeah. misuse and lots of abuse of our sexual energy. But how much of that is because we've suppressed it so much from childhood that we just don't know how to handle it all express it yeah yeah so for me like i'm not having sex with 500 different people or five times a day like i yeah. just want to let people know because sometimes people <laughs> like do you have many partners or are you having sex all the time no i just want people to know this well, is that, important yeah i am very creative i know how to harness my energy and it has nothing to do with sex the actual penetration act it is your sexual energy. You can use it for cooking. You could use it to write a book. You could use it to create a new, uh, you know, design a new dress. Um, it's your energy. Well, and that that plays into how you're able to be more creative too. Oh my because god! Because when yeah. you're when you have that, your creative mind is so opened up when you don't have stress. 
you know, you, it's like you, you can't be creative when you're when you're under stress because yeah. your your hormones are going off. Your your physiological state says no. Just react the way that these chemicals are making you react, and that's why a lot of times. Like when people hear about like rock stars or actors doing drugs and this and that, they're trying to be creative the most quickest way possible, which is to feel what you feel like, you know, after during Tantra, but they're trying to do it the quickest way possible, which and maybe is maybe they have pressure that they have to produce a record. They yeah. want to make money. They're under so time is, constraints. Yes. This is the other thing is what's motivating your life. Like me, I love what I wake up every day and I get to do. I love my life. I love what I would do. I wish I could do what I do for free to everybody. Like I wish I could teach every woman how to whole body orgasm and every man and how to learn about their their gems inside yeah. themselves. Genuinely, like I would love to be able to offer these things. And and believe me, I pray and I do things for free too. You know, I do a lot. Well, you of do a lot on your work. YouTube channel that's, too. I well, mean, that's how I cope with that wanting. You yeah, know? <laughs> I, I do have eighty meditations on Michelle Alva TV for free. But what I'm trying to say is, when you're motivated by money, like if I did what I do for money, I wouldn't be happy. Yeah, no, you're you're so right with that. You're so right that, Michelle. And I, I I love having you in the podcast too because you're so knowledgeable. You're so authentic, so beautiful. Uh, where where can people like if they're just listening to the episode, they're like, I need I need some more Michelle in my life. Where can they where can they find? You? I would just type Michelle Alva TV on YouTube and go to my YouTube channel and and watch some videos. If you you know before you even reach out to me, if you're so excited, I'm so happy. But listen to a meditation, lay down, take advantage of those 89 meditations that I've created, put on a headset, go outside, get naked in nature if you can, <laughs> you know, that's the best. Uh, and enjoy Michelle Alva TV on YouTube. Okay. And then if you feel you want to schedule a 30 minute call with me to learn more how to work with me, then schedule that. It's in every single one of my videos, the Calendly link. Um, and then, of course, you could go to my website, michellealva.com, and I offer workshops and I also fly to different exotic locations to do retreats and private events. Um, if you are wanting to learn how to be an amazing lover and you want to learn how to really harness your sexual healing, creative energy and do the things that I do and share that way, you know, reach out to me because I have a training and I love working with couples. I love working with men, with women and doing these intimate, more private events where we could really let go together and have those intimate, uh, expansive orgasmic experiences, which are always consensual. You know, people create agreements with each other because sometimes couples are like, am I going to have to be naked? You know, is my husband going to be naked? And so basically there's a gamut. I have uh, pelvic models of the genitals. So if people want just an anatomy class, I bring my models, you know, the male male model and the female model. And so I show people actually, this is what it's supposed to, you know, this is the location and I love educating people on their bodies. Um, but then it, couples want to also learn hands-on massage. So I teach Linga massage, Yoni massage, Tantra massage, and actual fun, sensual tantric play. So breath work, um, which I really like to just say tantric breath, um, but then also how to process emotions. So there's a gamut of healing, pleasure, uh, orgasmic connecting that is like a wide span of what I can teach people. And we can also do this through Zoom. So that's the amazing part anywhere in the world. I love it. I love looking at this whole 
Oh, the map? You yeah, love the map? behind you. <laughs> and Michelle, I, want, I will absolutely have you on again too to touch base because this is just awesome, awesome stuff right up my alley. Um, so th thanks. Thanks again, Michelle. I'm sure I will see you down the road. Yeah, and I would love it if everybody goes to iTunes, to Apple, to, to put some stars on this podcast and put a great review for this awesome Daniel, you know, just <laughs> thanks, to support Michelle. his cause and... Any feedback you guys have for us to grow, you know, thank you. Thank yes. you for having me. No, thank you, thank Michelle. Thank you for your dedication. <laughs> no, thank you, to Michelle. To the whole world, Daniel. <laughs> I feel it too. No, absolutely. So I'm sure I'll, I'm sure I'll see you soon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>